Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by Lodgegrass boys basketball coach, Josh Stewart. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Thank you very much. Of course, of course. So what gave you the uh, coaching bug to want to coach high school boys basketball? Well, it's been in there probably since playing college basketball and then um, coming home and, and working with youth. And from my experiences, I would just see kids and try to help. And I think understanding that um, suicide was big in our communities was is uh, affecting our communities very negatively um, for quite some time. And it affected our family even that I, I just thought, how can I help? And it started there, just um, getting on the ground and serving the community, serving the youth and showing up as much as I could and partnering with people who are instilling hope into communities wherever they were and um, I think basketball was the tool I had that I could have used to help that I that I could use to help them and and I used it and then I just realized um, it, it became a passion for me and the stuff I've learned over time um, I started applying it and using it in in my teaching to to kids and their skill building and their mindset and you know things like that and it just started working I started working with the just little kids and then my kids, of course, developing in them was always a joy. They fell in love with it and they always wanted to do little drills and shots and learn how to shoot the right way, learn how to dribble and pass and defend. And then volunteering um, back in Ohio with youth and then doing camps, doing the same here and then helping traveling teams. And then, um, yeah, and I thought eventually I want to coach and I just – just didn't feel ready for quite some time. Maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. I guess we really never are fully ready, but my mind just couldn't get it. So I served even more. And then once um, once those opportunities came, I, I started preparing my own stuff, my philosophy, my mission, and what I would teach. And I started putting it down in, my, in a file that when I did have a program or if I ever was blessed enough to coach, I would teach these things and that's that's what I waited for and when the time came I just ran with it oh that's awesome so you know um <clears throat> lodge grass is a super cool community I looked at your Facebook page and I saw all you're doing in the community to make it a better place for people to live in and come to um but what does it mean to you to be the head basketball coach at lodge grass it means the world it means everything to me of course you can't have the um the light without the dark, the good without the bad. There are those, um, there are those days where it gets trying, but that's everywhere. And, and you love your community. You love them so much and it doesn't always go everybody's way. So um, that's the hard part. It, and it's not that their feedback is hard, their negative feedback. I, I honestly don't let that affect me. It's the fact that we can include everybody. That's what's hard because we, yeah, we want everybody. We love these kids. But there are um, only so, so much positions and spots and roles that we can fill and we have to make cuts, especially with the excitement that's been there. And then, of course, Gordon Rilbert, um, to me, the greatest of all time in Montana, uh, is he, he had this program. And I always say this is no matter who, you know, is in the position of coach, this will always be his team. And I acknowledge him all the time. The team loves him. Um, but to coach there, it's special. 
um, to, to the rich history, the, the standard that's been set there. And we've lost it for quite some time. And to be able to be um, at, I guess, at the helm with the, with the buildup, it's humbling. It's crazy. And I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for our parents and the grandparents, the players. They're the ones that make this totally possible. Oh, that's awesome. So talk to me a little bit about the Class B landscape, you know, what the competition is like and the day in and day out, who you're playing and what it's like to get to play those teams and all that for people that may not know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love these games, especially for us. We we just say every game is a growth game that's going to lead us to hopefully the postseason and doing well in the postseason. And Class B has been very great for us. and. Uh, the teams we get to play like Huntley Project and Joliet and then our conference, 3B conference, we always say, man, they're they're the best because they sharpen us the most. And they're the ones that prepped us for the title runs, you know, and they're the ones that sharpened us and, and made us better as players, coaches and men. And we're thankful for all of Class B. I mean, there's we've made friends with a lot of teams and that's how we want to be. Of course, there's rivalry, but it should be healthy. Uh, we've made friends with Rocky Boy, Malta, Harlem, Only Project, Forsyth. I mean, it goes on. Colstrip and Baker. We just we just love all those teams. Three Forks has been a, a great team, and their coach and their program has been. Um, they've had a high standard for years, as well as Malta, you know. And so to be able to coach against those guys, Shelby is another one, you know. Um, to be able to be on the same court, it's always humbling for me because I've observed these coaches for quite some time. And I've always looked at coaches and I, I try to see how they coach and, and see how they do what they do. And to finally be on the court with them and against them, it's always humbling for me. And I always try to take something from from those uh, from those coaches. I try not to miss a moment because they, they all are great for a reason and we want to get there. So I, I try to pick their brains and if not pick their brains, just watch them. And, and observe and take notes. That's awesome. So, you know, you mentioned two towns that are quite a ways away from you guys in Malta and Three Forks. <laughs> yeah. So how do you do, you know, the travel of Class B? Because, I mean, it's the entire state pretty much. Well, those ones we met at state. And um, okay, ultimately we met at state. And then um, I've been blessed in their community a little bit more and, and – uh, at their multi-athletic club and and what an amazing bunch of people the community is just awesome so uh there's a reason why they've got like 30 banners in their high school um they just all are hard workers and they treat people right three forks we've played them um, a few times in the um divisional tournament and they've just been um just a high level team high level coach and a great community as well so uh, we don't see them in the regular season, but when we do, it's always a, a blessing and a, and a learning experience. That's awesome for sure. Um, oh, what was I going to ask here? Oh, so a couple of things that I noticed as I was doing a little bit of research is there are some Lodgegrass alumni in coaching and at the next level. How neat is it to see them go on from Lodgegrass? And I know one is the girls coach at Laurel now, and I believe there's a couple playing at Rocky. How cool is it to see them succeed at the next level? 
it, it's amazing. Um, of course, Buddy Windy Boy, he's the head coach at um, Laurel, and they're doing a fine job. He's just a, he's a great leader who knows the game very well and teaches it really well. And um, he's a good brother. And I grew up with with him around him around Lodge Grass. We grew up playing at the basketball courts with like Elvis Old Bull, Greg Old Bull, and all those other legends. Um, I could go on with names, but we grew up playing at the courts. That was it was kind of a legendary thing to be able to. It was a privilege. It was a, it was an honor to get on the court with those guys. So. Buddy and I had the privilege privilege of doing that with, um, I guess, many of our friends, and to see him go up and, you know, thrive at MSUB and then um, now as a coach, it's it's awesome, man, because we we grew up in the same area, same uh, struggles and hardship, and he gets he gets the mentality, res life, hard work, and honor, respect, dignity. It, he he's got it, and and they're blessed to have him as a coach. And the the boys out there, Malachi, he's at Rocky. DC, he's at Dickinson State, and then Damon is at Glendive, all under great coaches, and it's just a blessing. I'm always uh, thankful to see all of them out there, and it's just wonderful. It's always encouraging because they uh, they bought in and they took it to the next level. And now they're going to come back and they're going to take over, and they're going to take it even higher when they're done with what they're doing. And when they come home, I believe, I mean, our our program will be in good hands for quite some time because I don't think I'm going to be there, you know, for, you know, I don't see myself as one of those 300, 500 win coaches. I, I know these guys back and, and do even better. That's awesome. So, you know, you've, um, Lodge Grass has been able to win a few championships, of course. And um, so what does it mean to the town of Lodge Grass when you guys are so successful and do so well? Because I know, you know, small town Montana, they really rally around their sports teams. So what does it mean for Lodge Grass when you guys are doing so well? It means everything. Um, of course, we always say don't be defined by wins and losses. Don't let the banner define you. Don't let the lack of one define you. Be a warrior no matter what. And I think it helps because when uh, the intertribal warfare days went away, um, the young warriors had nothing to look forward to. They couldn't, you know, prepare for battle anymore. Um, they had to find new ways to adapt to a changing world, to oppression, to poverty, and to all these things that had overtaken our communities. And basketball was that outlet. And then when basketball came, they they found a new way to be a warrior again. You know, and I think these these uh, victories they don't define us, but they encourage us and they push us to to dig deeper and and we can use them for the rest of our lives as uh, benchmarks to say, man, if I buy in, if I work hard, if I commit, if I eat right, if I do mm. what's right, you know, great things are possible. And I think that's, that's uh, the great part about winning. For sure. For sure. So, you know, I, uh, I had something on my mind here as we were talking and we were talking a little bit before about um, some of the racial biases in our state that still go on and it's super sad that they do. How do you prep your team for the potential of that going into a visiting locker or visiting gym? Yeah. Um, we just talk about, I think we, we try not to turn anything into a race issue. If someone acts out or says something ignorant or dumb or racist, that's that individual's heart issue. That's not that community's issue. And we can't, you know, throw away, a whole community and look down at everybody because someone there is rotten. 
because we have them in our community too, you know, and I've been rotten before. So I always think, look at, look at ourselves first. And I've been the worst person in the world. I've been rotten and, and I, I don't like that feeling, you know? And so um, I don't want anyone to judge my entire family because of actions uh, um, from me. So I told them guys, I always tell them, um, remember now, like, don't, don't buy into any of that. Even the online banter, don't, don't get into any of that because that's that individual's heart issue and they don't represent their entire community. Um, let's pray for them, you know? And so we, we try to do that. And sometimes it, it gets hard, but that's for everybody. You know, I think how we deal with it is, is what defines us. For sure. So, you know, another hard thing that really hits all of Montana, but I think especially smaller towns is getting your kids to the next level um, and not having maybe the resources to get colleges to them or to get them seen. So how do you combat that in a smaller town? Well, I think these boys, it's a social media age, so it's a lot easier. Um, they can get their videos out there. And of course, um, we're thankful for Montana sports and 406 sports and, you know, the Gazette and them, they've covered us really well. And we're always grateful for them because I think they've helped bring um, a spotlight, not only to Lodgegrass, but to other native communities and small towns too. And Montana's always done that though. There's all schools have had that. Um, I've had players just come out and, you know, reach that next level through these small towns. So um, we just, and even then I'll, I'll ask those coaches, how did you get your, kid out there how did you you know how did you get your player to play on the next level when you guys are a class c or your class b school right and they'll give their their pointers they'll make calls and you know if they feel a player is capable um they'll they'll make those calls for them and i try to do that too and you know send messages and emails and phone calls and try to do my part when i feel like a player is ready for that next level and we we've been blessed and fortunate to have uh, multiple coaches over the last few years, you know, come to Lodgegrass basketball and, and recruit. And it's, it's a, you know, hats off to our boys for preparing themselves at a younger age. That's awesome to hear for sure. So, you know, you mentioned you have a player at um, Glen Dive, and then you also have players at Rocky and Dickinson. So how do you differentiate, I guess, to them, or let me reword this. Sure. <laughs> How do you feel um, JUCO can benefit some kids and other kids go to four-year? I guess I, is how I, I want to word that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's um, the development process is a lot quicker. Um, for four-year, you got some time to develop over the four years. And the JUCO, you got to show up and just be, you know, on it quick. You know, that's how I look at it. And that's how it sounds from coaches because they want to keep these you know, their players out to four-year schools. And and if they got 12 to 15 guys, they can't get all of them out there. So you have to just, man, you got to be ready. You got, when your number's called, you got to be ready. And we tell our players, you don't rise to the level, you don't rise to the occasion, you rise to the level of your training. So whenever your number is called, how you trained will come forth. And I feel like these boys, uh, we always tell them, be the hardest worker. You know the standard, their hardest day, our warm up, and that's how we say it at our at our with us. And so our boys have taken that, and they still do that. and And I know that they'll climb even higher 
because they know the standard and um, the athleticism is just different on those levels and they're quicker or bigger, faster, stronger. Um, some of them may not have the best dribbling skill, but they're six, nine and they can get across the court with a few steps and, you know, they only need two dribbles, you know, and so <laughs> that's the difference on that next level. So um, they get a lot of work to do. If anyone wants to play on that level, there's, there's a lot of work to do if you're not six, eight, six, nine. Well, even then there's a lot of work to do, but so much more if you're, you know, right around six foot. For sure. Um, so, you know, my last question here is when I was looking at your Facebook this morning, I noticed you guys did something very cool with the boys and girls club there in Lodge grass for Christmas Tell me a little bit about how that got started and what your team did. Oh, for sure. That's one of <laughs> our favorite character campaigns. It's uh, when we first got on, um, that was one of the things I knew. Of. I wrote down the, the things we would do to, you know, to be a part of something that's bigger than ourselves, you know, and I wrote about five things on there. One of them was to use Christmas and give gifts to the kids the less fortunate and those who well not even sometimes it's not even the less fortunate sometimes it's just the kid you know yeah. that comes from a good home and for him to receive him or her to receive a gift the smile on their faces it's it's a it's an amazing thing to see these young leaders you know hand off these gifts to these children and the smile on their faces when the kid gets it and they jump or they raise their hands or they go running like crazy the players smile, they laugh, and they're like, oh, my gosh. And they'll say, coach, this is so awesome. I'm so glad you did this, coach. And so that was the first year. And then we, you know, this is year four. And we got to partner with uh, the Boys and Girls Club uh, led by Colina Brown. And she's been doing amazing work. So for her to um, partner with us and and bless the community through our kids, it's it was awesome. I mean, we're thankful for their program and, and what they do all over the country. So for, for them and our program to join hands and bless the kids, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It always is. And um, there's a lot more of what we want to do. And, um, but that, that really launched us into, I feel like a great year. And it's something that the boys will remember and the girls, the, um, the girls team, but they'll remember that for the rest of their lives because I did it in high school. My coach, Larry Moser at Tongue River High School, he did that, but with only one family, we all got a gift for a family. And that stuck with me for a long time to see this family who was struggling and the smile on their faces, these kids and their tears. And I thought, wow, like, I felt like I did something as a player. And I, I was always thankful for my high school coach for that. So when I became a coach, that was instant. Uh, we're going to do that for sure. And so, um, and maybe these players, when they become coaches, will will do the same. And, you know, it was special. Oh, that's awesome. And the other cool thing, too, is you never know in those crowded kids how many kids may become future Lodgegrass basketball players for the high school. <laughs> right. Exactly what we talk about, too. That we don't know what they'll become. Maybe they'll be, they'll be players, coaches or leaders, national leaders, local leaders, uh, just world changers, though. And so that's what makes it special. Oh, that's so cool to hear. So if you could look into the future past state where do you hope to see lodge grass this year i think just the uh we want to get better every game i mean i think that's every team's goal and that's always been our goal is to go one and oh and it doesn't always go our way but i think by the end of the season um we can get 
do well in our, in our district, get out of there. And if we can climb out of that divisional tournament and end up in that final eight, that would be a major accomplishment. And, and our boys know that with hard work and the growth games and whether, whether we win or lose, um, not hang our head or, you know, think too much of ourselves uh, with a win, but to just grind every day, respect everyone, fear no one, as we say, um, they know it's possible. So I guess it, it, we, we can hope for it and we, we can work for it, but we don't know. Class B is tough. Uh, we just say we, we can't always deliver on wins. We don't promise wins, but we can always deliver on character and effort. Awesome. Well, that's, those are great things to live by for sure. And I, I want to thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about your program and your community and just how awesome it is. And what well, you're thank doing you. there is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Yeah. And I also want to thank uh, Linda for getting me to you. Linda's awesome. I'm thankful for her too. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, Hey, thank you so much and have a great rest of your day, Josh. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, so, yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.